Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new podcast we're starting here on uh, Frantic Films Gaming. We're calling it Conspiring Conspiracy Theorists. I'm Davin, along with my two compatriots. Oh, I say my name. You say I'm, your name. I'm Jacob. Which one? There's two on the channel now. One of them goes by AIDS. I'm Lou Jangan. He's the one whose channel you'll never find. And my other buddy over here. Daxton. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually Gib. And, uh, boys, I think uh, we'll start this off with probably one of the biggest conspiracies. Mystery 9-11. Okay, the second biggest conspiracy, <laughs> uh, the secret group controlling the world. Do you guys think there is a secret group controlling the world? They're called Lumen. Uh, what I'm reading here, it says, this conspiracy proposes that a secret group called the Illuminati has been really controlling the world and is looking to create a one-world government. Their end goal is supposedly to create the New World Order. I feel like it could be another group just made up the Illuminati to take our focus kind of off deterred, that. Kind of yeah. Yeah, like a sleight of hand type deal. Yeah, I can see that. What about you, Gibson? I think the Illuminati exists, but they but they more so aren't looking to create a new order, but rather to get all the people to, like, believe that there's, like, a new order going on. And it just so happens that they're using all sorts of coincidences to drive it further and further. It's going to be the biggest April Fool's joke of our lives. Oh, my gosh. I know uh, the Illuminati was originally, you know, founded by Freemasons, and they started it because they wanted to call it the Enlightened Ones. That's what Illuminati means. Jacob's going to take a step out here to answer a phone call. Hello. Um, so, I mean, my, I think the rich control the world. In all honesty, if you have money, you have power, especially in America. So that's what I think about that. Um, I mean, the Illuminati is real. Maybe not what we think of the Illuminati, but what? Okay, go ahead. Jacob... Well, we finally started the podcast after watching so so many uh, videos. Yeah. Videos. Look so, up sponge knobs, square nuts. Please don't. <laughs> Alright, Jay, well, we'll see you later, buddy. Alright. Um, okay, now it's just me and the Gibster himself. So, Gibson, let's get into the JFK assassination. So... Do you think it was really Lee Harvey Oswald that fired the shots, or do you think there was a second shooter, or perhaps entirely different shooters, and they just kind of put the blame on Lee Harvey Oswald? I think Lee probably actually did fire, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Lee's round that killed him. <laughs> Later, Jacob. Because there's obvious evidence that there may have been another shooter. I agree, However, because a lot of people said the grassy knoll. Yeah, because of how poorly they did their investigation, we can't be for certain. Which is why Lee Harvey Oswald was the only suspect, because mm -hmm. they, they butchered that whole investigation because they did it too fast. They didn't take their time, and they fucked up evidence. Well, I think... That and Jack Ruby didn't exactly help their case by killing Lee Harvey Oswald in the process. Mm -hmm. I think it was, uh, in my personal opinion, I think it's the CIA that killed him. I mean, that's just because of how much information JFK was wanting to divulge and how he was wanting to get us out of all these wars that were profitable. And um, also, JFK was a firm believer in aliens, and he asked for all asked the CIA, I believe, for all documentation on you know UFOs and stuff like that. And I feel like 
you know, he was... I feel like he was going to announce to the world if aliens were real or not, you know? And, uh, I mean, they probably killed him before he could. That's just my personal opinion. Um, what about aliens? First of all, what's your, what's your thought on aliens? I think aliens could exist out there in the universe, but the thing is, is they could probably not have the technology to reach us either. Mm-hmm. There's a theory on that, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically every civilization probably reaches the point we're at and then die. Like, a cataclysm erases them from history. You know, and I, it's happened a lot here on Earth where Earth has reached its peak and then been eliminated. So, like, Egypt. We don't know what was going on in Egypt, but we know that they knew what was going on. We know that they had a lot of crazy stuff going on, but then, you know, they just kind of disappeared. And, I mean, that that's also the Sumerians. They had, um, they knew every planet in our solar system, and we didn't even find Neptune or Uranus until, like, the 1980s, I believe, something like that. I mean, they knew about it, though. They had it, but how, how would a civilization, like, 6,000 years ago, have that sort of technology, you know? I mean, that also brings up Stonehenge and things like that, where the stones were actually from, like, 100 miles away, some of them were. And, uh, you know, the Sumerians actually referred to the group that created them as the Anunnaki, not really as gods, but more of otherworldly beings. And they said they came from their planet, I believe, Nibiru, and they came to Earth to harvest gold, because their atmosphere was gold dust, something like that. But also, like, the Roswell incident. Now, the government quickly said it was just like a weather balloon that crashed, but everyone there said it was a craft of some kind that crashed. And, you know, once you have so many people saying they see one thing, and then the government kind of just like, nah, you didn't. And they're like, yeah, we did. Like, nah, you didn't. You know what I mean? But I think, you know, Drake's equation, if you guys don't know what that is, look it up. It's basically saying there has to be life. Even on the lowest standard, there has to be at least one other civilization out there, basically. And like you're saying, maybe they don't have technology to reach us. Um, There was also the wow signal, which occurred, and look that up too if you guys don't know. But it's, there's so much overwhelming evidence stacking up towards you know, aliens are real. I just don't think the government wants to tell us because they don't think we'd handle it well. Which I can kind of see that. A lot of people would freak out. But a lot of people would be cool with that, I would think. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, the moon landing. Now, a lot of people say the moon landing was fake. I think the moon landing itself was real, but the footage was fake. Because there, there are scenarios where it's happened before, like with uh, Russian cosmonauts and whatnot, where they... They recorded this one person, I can't remember who it was, but a Russian in, like, a little capsule. But obviously, the lighting was too well and everything for that to actually happen. That man really did go into space, and he really did come back down, but I think the footage itself was faked of that as well. I mean, in, you know, the moon landing footage, there's no stars. It's all black. The flag waves a little bit, but there's no atmosphere. What do you think? I think for sure the moon landings were real mm-hmm. on almost every single occasion. However, I believe there was one moon landing video I saw where it was in color, mm-hmm. and that was why that was false because we didn't have like color cameras right. that were like, definitely not broadcasting well, from the moon. They didn't have that many color cameras, right. I should say, because they existed just 
Yeah, because we're talking like late 60s. And there's not much color you'd see on the moon regardless. It's a white orb. Right. Blue. What, uh, why do you think we stopped going to the moon in the 70s? There's probably just not a whole lot there. and We don't really have the means of providing the research for going through the entire planet, not planet, but moon. Right. But we haven't even explored more than 20% of our own ocean. We, do, we, we know more about space than our yeah. own ocean. That's crazy. We've got samples of the moon, so we obviously like aren't hurting. Why don't you think we're trying to colonize the moon, then? You think it's just it's a barren wasteland, no point? There, there's no, no materials water, up there. Nothing. It costs us an obscene amount of money to start a colony on there. We'd have to make a means of a garden. We'd have to make a means of having water. We'd have to make a means of having oxygen. Right. We'd have to make a we'd means of housing. We'd have to terraform the moon, basically, is what we'd have to do. That would take hundreds of years. But that also brings me to my next point. Uh, SpaceX, you know, they're going to Mars. They're going to colonize Mars. Now, I think the reason Mars is the prime suspect here is because... It has an atmosphere. Yes, it has water. It has microbes living there. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely... A better candidate than anywhere else in our solar system, you know. Don't want to really venture to a gas giant and just burn up. Don't want to go to Venus and like explode because of the immense heat that's Pretty trapped sure in the clouds. Pretty sure the Russians landed a probe on Venus. Really? Just to see if they could. Well, you know, this, this is one of those funny. space race things. Yeah, I think what's kind of funny is how the United States, you know, they tried to use pins in space. But like wouldn't work, and they went to all that trouble to make like a special writing utensil, basically. Yeah, the, and the Russians, pen. Yeah, and the Russians just used a pencil. Yeah, the reason why we wouldn't use a pencil is because the pencil and shavings could cause an oxygen tank yeah. to explode if they got caught in a recycler. We know Russians just don't care. Yeah, the Russians. They, Russians are savage, man. They, yeah, they don't give a shit. Besides, they'd rather us spend the money to research it than for them to spend the money and research it. What about chemtrails? You know those things that the planes leave behind? People are saying they're like chemtrails, they're like pesticides or something, like chemicals trying to kill us or mind control, that kind of stuff. Also like fluoride in the waters, you know, because the Nazis were making a use for fluoride with mind control and uh, were blowing that up. I think the chemtrails thing is a bit of a fucking stretch. I unless too. you're in like warlord country. Yeah. But the fluoride thing, that's probably very real. Hell, like, Flint, Michigan hasn't had drinkable water in For years. years. Why is, why is nothing, like, why is no one trying to, why is the government spending all this money on other things? You know, Trump can build a wall, but he can't give some money to Flint, Michigan, or, like, spend some money to... Yeah, they can't more. give teachers enough money to buy uh, supplies for the classroom, but they somehow have enough money to warrant wanting them to learn how to use a Glock and carry along at all times. Mm -hmm. huh. And it's just we're in such debt, man. Like it's it's insane. We're always gonna be in debt. That that's the thing that's just not gonna go away. Right. Ever. But um I'm gonna go ahead and look up a couple more here real quick. Well, I guess we can just talk some off the dome. Uh, do you think Hitler survived, or do you think he actually did kill himself? Yeah. I don't really have a specific belief either way. Like, if he killed himself, that's probably a smarter move to make, because running away, like, 
what's the point? Maybe so you have a run you, for your whole yeah, life. Yeah, someone looks at you, they're like, holy shit, you're Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Like, wow, okay, thanks. I think it's just why that became a thing is because I think the Russians took his body, I believe, and didn't release it. Like, no one saw his body. That's the same with Osama bin Laden, you know. We never saw his body, so everyone's like freaking out. They're like, well, why'd you bury him at sea? You we know, saw his corpse. We did. There See, was photos was that faked. went out after, like, the dude domed him. Yeah. Like, the dude snapped a picture and it leaked on the internet because it was supposed to stay classified for almost a decade. What a man. Um, oh, yeah, a lot, uh, one thing that most people don't know is a lot of those, like, CIA archives that stay classified for years, yeah. they become unclassified after a while. Like, the JFK investigation just got unclassified within the past couple years. And they've been, like, releasing more and more, like, thousands of documents every, like, couple months, I believe, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, after a certain period of time, they have to unclassify certain doc- types of documents. Uh, do you think that Tupac is still alive? I, I'd like to say probably not, because even if he didn't die when they say he did, he'd probably die within years after, after that. Right. I know that uh, a lot of it sparked up with the hologram, you know, of Tupac, they're like, that's too real. And uh, how he, how songs kept getting released after his death. But in his uh, one of his documentaries, it was said that he made a new song every day. You know, he like recorded a new song every day. Yeah, that's one thing that people don't know about Prince even right. Prince had so many songs in that like vault that he had when he passed away. He had like hundreds to that like probably even thousands of songs that he had written and even recorded that just never got released. Right, because these artists back then they made quality music and that's all they put out. They wouldn't put out anything they didn't think was good enough. Right, so there are songs that we've never heard. However, after they get discovered over time, they gradually would get released. It's like when uh, Christina Grimmie passed away in the past couple years after a fatal shooting at one of her concerts. Yeah. They released uh, the few last few songs she had recorded in her life. Um, what do you think? Have you heard of the Black Knight satellite? Yeah, we talked about that the last time we hung out. So, a lot of people think think it's like space debris or something like that, but a lot of other people think it's, you know, a 13,000-year-old satellite, which, first of all, there's no way to know unless we go up there and check it out. You can't just say, oh, it looks about 13,000 years old. We can't even carbon date it because it's been preserved in, in outer space. space exactly. Out in atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, it originally like started out because of you know, Tesla with his, like, radio frequencies bounced back. And, well, I'm assuming they bounced back off of that object, not just directly sending it down. But he, uh, you know, Tesla was a genius, and uh, that brings me to our next little point here, the Philadelphia Experiment. Now, I'm sure you've heard of that. You haven't? Okay, let me pull this up real quick. Okay, 
So the Philadelphia experiment is an alleged military experiment supposed to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, sometime around October 28, 1943. The U.S. Navy destroyer escort USS Eldridge is claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to enemy devices. The story first appeared in 1955 in letters of unknown origin sent to a writer, sent to writer and astronomer Morris K. Jessup. It's widely understood to be a hoax. The U.S. Navy maintains that no such experiment was ever conducted, that the details of the story contradict well-established facts about the USS Eldridge, and that the alleged claims do not conform to the known physical laws. So, um, let me skip around here a little bit. Okay, so it was claimed that it, uh, the USS Eldridge was rendered invisible, teleported to New York, teleported to another dimension where it encountered aliens, and teleported through time, resulting in the death of several sailors, some of whom were fused with the ship's hull. So, there were a lot of people who, you know, went through these background searches or tests, and they actually were, you know, Navy men. And they came forward and said, yes, it's real, and they each gave their own stories that kind of coincided with each other, but the most crazy part is they're saying that Einstein and Tesla both worked together with the government to make it like a cloaking device on the ships so that radars, enemy radars, couldn't pick them up. They said something went wrong, you know, and they got, like, teleported on a molecular level, basically. They weren't really teleported, they were moving so fast that they were able to just, like, the hole is here, let's say, and they could just reach their hand through it. But then, once it came to a stop, you know, everything materialized, and they were fused with it, those who, you know, were prancing around through stuff. And then, now that I can kind of believe, but the whole other dimension and speaking with aliens, time travel, people said they like, there's one person I think uh, on the Coast to Coast radio show, he said that he was transported to the year like 2260, and he said it was like a utopian society and everything like that. I'm not buying all that, but I definitely, you know, wouldn't dismiss the fact that, you know, Tesla and Einstein working together, who's to say they didn't just supercharge that thing, you know, and just vroom, zoom by. You don't know. You don't ever know, but I mean, that I can kind of believe. I'm about, there's about 15% of me that can buy that, but, you know, it just, it kind of seems really far-fetched. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think the ship moving so fast that they were able to to demolecularize de or whatever that word was space through the ship I think that's a hoax because in order for them to do that that would imply that they'd be moving at a different rate from the boat implying that they're not actually on board the ship itself right for them to like be on that ship they'd have to move at the same rate as the ship otherwise they just clip through the fucking back of the ship and into the ocean right so it wouldn't really Scientifically, so, anyway, to our if knowledge. If they were moving that fast, they, they'd still be on board the ship and they wouldn't notice. Uh, do you think that the U.S. government, or any government for that matter, <clears throat> could have perhaps made a base on the dark side of the moon? I wouldn't really see the point. But then again, because the dark side of the moon isn't locked. Okay, so the moon is locked with the Earth where it's only that one side. I think a base on the dark side of the moon would really defeat any purpose of, you know, espionage or anything like that, because what are you going to see if you're on the side of the moon that's facing away from the Earth? 
See, they could build a base on the moon, but then it's like... The upkeep would be so expensive. Yeah, the upkeep, the getting people up and down from there. What would it even be used for? It's not It's not like the, the fucking uh, air-to-surface air missile launchers or the fucking laser defense system right. would you know, be rendered obsolete. So it's like, why bother having it? There's laser defense system. That's like a brand new thing. They, that's never, now being in testing that it can actually deactivate ICBM missiles. Really? Incredible. They developed that just in time for the North Korea threats. They're like, well, by the way, we can deactivate your missiles as soon as they launch with a laser beam. They're like, good luck, friends. Um, what about the flat earth theory? Oh, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, you know, there's a theory going around that the earth is flat, NASA's lying, all that. Um, I mean, Columbus himself back in the day thought the earth was shaped like a pear. What? But if you look at all these other, like, you can look with a telescope. You see that the moon is clearly round. We have the literally. Earth, the sun is round. We have literally 3D scans of the planet. Right. Like, we've used imagery from our satellites around the fucking planet and made an orb. Mm -hmm. You literally can't disprove that. I think the biggest piece of evidence to disclaim the flat earth theory is if you just look out at the horizon, like you're on the beach... You don't see endless amount. You see what they looks... They don't fall off the edge. Right. You see you a boat disappearing boat. into the horizon, and it doesn't just go down. It keeps going. But you also see, if you look up, and they kind Unless of look you're in at Canada, the... you see the Niagara Falls. Yeah, they do kind of. But if you look yeah, up, and then you look out, you can see that it forms a globe shape. Like, perfectly. So, I mean, I th that's my biggest thing. Um, the face on Mars. You've heard of that, right? So... NASA released photos. Uh, get this open real quick. So NASA was like releasing a bunch of images, right? Because you know they were back then they weren't so messed up. But so this is what the people saw. Um, if you guys want to look up the face on Mars, I definitely recommend it. But that is what was seen. Now, I'm pretty sure that's a stone mask from JoJo. <laughs> Gosh. So, then what happened was this. It was a, people say a cover-up, because you clearly see now it does not look anything like that previous picture. People are saying shadows, you know, everything. But they're also saying that maybe there's a civilization on Mars, or there was an ancient civilization on Mars, and those were left behind kind of structures. Like, there's... Uh, what appears to be pyramids on Mars. Let me find that real quick. Well, Mars does have an atmosphere. So weathering and corrosion can occur. And it's probably not at the same rate that it would happen on Earth. Right. Also, I'm pretty sure Mars also has a planetary core. Just like Earth, it probably does not function the same. But it's not to say that they don't have a core. So, so this is what people are thinking are the pyramids right there. And if you kind of look at it, it, it's shaped like the, you know, the pyramids of Giza. The 
Mayan pyramids, the Aztec pyramids. I'm pretty sure the Incans had pyramids as well. It's all kind of in that same array to where it's lined up and it looks to be pointing towards a specific star. Like uh, Orion's Belt, for example, I believe is what the pyramids of Giza are lined up with. So, I mean, it, people, you know, theories come and go, so many, dude. But um, the main thing that people think is that it's was like a, a form of Stargate or communication. So Stargate, meaning like, you know, transportation to other worlds who had those pyramids, like it's an energy source. Um, but they also think maybe communication. Maybe that's how they communicated to the aliens that visited the planets and helped them, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. But uh, here's a better picture. It's like kind of zoomed in a little more. They've they found a lot of things that could be structures on Mars. And a lot of them, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty convinced, to be honest. They also found Xenon-129, which is most common in... Actually, I think it's only... We've only found it in man-made, like, nuclear bombs. That With that high amount of... Created by nuclear fission. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of up to whoever to believe what you believe. But I think it's pretty pretty strong evidence that maybe there was at one point life, you know, on Mars. I don't see why not. Um, let's see what other kind of conspiracies we got here. Ooh, now we're into crazy conspiracies. Lizard people, great, okay. <clears throat> oh, this, okay, the Beatles never existed? Um... The Beatles were a fake band staffed by a, a revolving cast of identical actors. What? That's like the conspiracy of the dude who, like, changed time and got an unreleased Beatles record. On yeah, I've heard of it. On a cassette tape, and it was filled with never-before-heard Beatles songs, and no one knew how he got it. Yeah. So, like, everyone's like, what? So they're like, how did you... You know what? Never mind. Like... <laughs> Um, Barack Obama could control the weather. Alright, these are promising, huh? Saddam Hussein had a Stargate. Saved by the Bell was a vehicle for the Illuminati. Hitler's alive. I, I don't think... Hitler would be like 125 by now, wouldn't he? Uh, let's see. He was about... He was a young adult whenever World War I, World War One happened. So, he, he'd be about 100 or so. Yeah, he definitely would be... This says, people are saying he died in 1984 in Brazil at age 94. Ooh, the Large Hadron Collider is a device for awakening an Egyptian god. Oh, it started out strong. Oh, the Hadron Collider, man, Steinsgate. Yeah. Dude, Steinsgate starts up again this month. Really? What do you think about the Large Hadron Collider? What do you think it's used for, really? You think it's... What they say it's used for, kind of like smashing particles into each other. I'm willing to bet that they are actually trying to like come up with an alternative source of energy through it. I so think like, black holes. They're like, if we can smash together and make these absolutely tiny black holes, mm -hmm. we can like create endless energy. Which, I mean, then we have the Cloverfield Paradox happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there are some theories about, you know, that they're creating black holes for space travel. That it's kind of an endless, like, instead of rocket fuel, 
we have these small, because they have created small black holes. They're just unstable. They're not able to contain them. They dissipate. But if we're able to master that, you know, you put like four of them on a rocket, instead of all that rocket fuel and the takeoff, it just kind of goes. Well, that's how they say it, but I doubt it would be that simple at all. Just teleport? Yeah, just boop. Um, let's see what else we got here. Moon doesn't exist. Awesome. Uh, Jay-Z is a time-traveling vampire. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is... Oh, my gosh. Dinosaurs helped build, build the pyramids. Okay, that actually... <clears throat> that reminds me of... I believe it's... Oh, I don't know where it's at. I want to say Mayan. But that probably isn't right. Somewhere there are these kind of like hieroglyphics and drawings of man riding like a triceratops and holding a spear or you know man herding velociraptors together and it's all along this like ancient structure and it kind of makes you think you know did first of all did a meteor actually hit the earth in the Yucatan Peninsula that actually wiped out all the dinosaurs or do you think maybe that just kind of thinned the herd and that maybe they were endangered until humans maybe hunted them off, killed them off. I mean, it's the theories could go on and on. But what what are your what's your take on that? Do you think that the dinosaurs were still around when man came, even if they were in small numbers, or do you think? I think the meteor hit between where Mexico and Florida are created the Mexican Gulf. Because mm-hmm. if you ever notice how the geography of the country works, is that like you see like. It's just a massive dip into, like, that area. Right. And then it gradually, like, smooths out yeah. over to, like, a raised elevation. So, over on the opposite side of the world, they probably still had a few dinosaurs left, but over here, not a fucking thing. Okay. This was scorched earth, easily. Right. And I, I believe it was on the other side, because it wouldn't have been the mines, because, for one, that would have been, been right where... You know, the meteor hit. There's no way. Um, I'm trying to think of where it is, man. It might have been in the Middle East, maybe? Something, man. I can't. I cannot remember. But what is this theory about dinosaurs building pyramids? Uh, yeah, no. Um, these are literally just... We have passed the 30-minute mark. Good deal. Let's talk about the Matrix. Do you think we're living in a simulation? Every, if you think about it, everything is mathematical in nature. Everything down to space, or up, you know, space down to like how we live our lives. Everything is math, and well, you know how you know these programs are made based off of math, like computer programs. I mean, we've been playing, messing around with virtual reality today, kind of see how how real things can seem. And there, what if this is just the next step? What would be the point of having us exist within a matrix a lot of the people in our society don't actually have, like, important roles. Most of them do, like, insignificant things, or they die at extremely young ages. Like, Sims, man. Like, what is the actual point? That That's the whole rationale behind that is... Okay, but what point would there be to having us within a, a Matrix-like situation? What if we're not real people, we're just really crafty AI? Maybe adaptable. 
don't know. That simulation theory really messes me up. What if we're actually heard... a Halo AI, but they're oh, waiting, goodness. but they're like waiting to develop us until we're as awful as Cortana or Roland? That would actually be phenomenal. No, but Elon Musk is constantly talking about you know that theory, and it just kills me, man. It's crazy. Um, you know, Elon Musk was in Iron Man. Was he really? I think it was the third one he was in. Why? Basically, Tony Stark's at a party, and he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Musk, how's it going? How are you feeling? Have you liked the party? And it was the real him? That's amazing. Oh, boy. That's something that like... someone had to remind me of the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, was he really? Looks like Daxton just started streaming the latest Sea of Thieves. Oh, no. Um, these are ten recently conceived conspiracy theories. So let's see if these are any good. Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. Why? Why is the? Why is that such a big theory? Is that? God, I dislike Mark Zuckerberg. What else? What else? Finland does not exist. Come on, guys. Why Finland? Yeah, why? Israel-trained sharks are attacking tourists in Egypt. What? (laughs) What is happening? What? Eminem is dead and has been replaced by an android. Has replaced why he fucking sucked this past year. This one is kind of crazy, actually. It's Taylor Swift is a clone of Xena Shrek. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She was like one of the founding members of like the first ever like Satanists, and they look very similar. Similar. And let me read on here. Um, singer Taylor Swift. She's said to have been cloned from DNA extracted from Xena Shrek, former high priestess of the Church of Satan and daughter of the Church's founder. Theory has been around since 2013 and is stuck thanks to the fact that Swift does resemble Shrek's appearance in past past years. Um, Shrek was born Xena Le Fay and was a high priestess of the Church of Satan between 1985 and 1990, while Swift was born in 1989. Swift's album 1989, which she named after her birth year, is said to be a deliberate attempt to fool people into thinking she's not a clone. Swift, in fact, is believed to be one of Xena's many clones. Another clone is Tumblr personality Becky, who reportedly died after snorting marijuana. Alright. What do you think about that theory? I think that's fucking nuts. I also do. I think they look kind of similar. But that's just that's just crazy to think, man. That's like... Uh, that's really far-fetched. That's out there. Katy Perry and uh, those two other celebrities that looked just like her. Yeah. Like, woo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they might look like, but you'd, admit you'd still do war crimes to that. Right. Okay, what about the, the FEMA? So FEMA is building concentration camps and stacking coffins across the U.S. So I heard about this in high school, man. You're talking about those plastic mm-hmm. things? All right. So those are supposed to be temporary storage for deceased bodies during disasters. Right. And those are used so that whenever they go through, like, uh, per se, if an earthquake happened and they go through the rubble and they find bodies, they put those in plastic containers and they load those onto trucks so that, that way they can be transported to a proper proper burial and right. be identified and have autopsies and all that. That's that, The literal purpose of that is just so the body can be transported properly without it just being a bunch of people thrown in the fucking dump truck. Right. Um, That's actually why FEMA, like, create not created, but started using those. So they're like, well, 
it's a little bit more It's a little medieval efficient. to just throw them in the trunk of a car. It's, it makes us look a bit better if we put them in a box first. So, the video I saw years ago, it has to have been taken down by now, because I could not find it for the life of me. Uh, of a truck like driving down ago. a highway with a shitload of the boxes on the back? No. This, uh, what I saw of actually, this dude who kind of snuck in to where, you know, the inner gates were, and he's recording all these coffins, and there are millions, dude, and they're all just stacked on top of each other in this whole place, and you see there's a sign that is right in the video, and it says uh, trespassers will be shot, all that, which is kind of crazy for, you know, just disposable coffins, but you all, but then I also kind of, you know, future me, or present me now, is thinking, you know, that's still a military like establishment, you know, that's still or a government establishment. You can't just walk in there and just start recording. Yeah, FEMA is protected by the National Guard, so. right? So it it perfectly makes sense because whenever FEMA sets up camp, the National Guard's there too. Yeah. Top ten conspiracy theories. I don't know. Probably gonna be some of the same stuff. I see the moon landing instantly. Yep. Um. Oh, what's this? It's a lot of weird stuff. Um. Come on, dude. Do you believe? Like, do you believe that time travel will eventually be created or is created, therefore, you know, already has been kind of thing? Do you think we'll get that far to, in, you know, our society to create time travel? Or do you think we'll die off before we kind of unravel the secrets of it, if even possible? I believe time travel may once be obtainable, but I don't think it'll be the exact same as everyone perceives it to be. Being able to go backwards, that's just not going to be possible. But technically, going forward in time is possible, theoretically, when you do it, obviously, just naturally. But we have literally sent particles forward in time. Yeah. So, like, it's it's possible. It's just we haven't sent them backwards. Which I don't think will ever be possible, to be honest. If, now, Assassin's we, Creed does a crazy thing where they're talking about the animus, I think is what it's called or something, and it's like, you know, DNA of ancestors, you get to see their life. I think that would be pretty interesting if they could somehow make that happen. Like, just witnessing history. Not being there to change it, but witnessing from someone's perspective. Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to go back in time, because we have to send a shitload of atoms back in time. Definitely. We can barely send a few particles forward in time. Right, so imagine trying to do the impossible and send even more and back. I don't think that having a person meet their past self would cause a fucking time continuity loop or any of that. Do you think it would start a new... Uh, I don't think it'd start a new timeline or anything. Probably the, the current them would just suddenly be able to recall that that happened. So an instantaneous so future there, then there now has be, that memory. There would be a memory loop of remembering, oh, hey, I went back in time and I met myself. But then you also got to think, how would that cause a paradox? If they now remember, but a second ago they didn't, but then they always did because it happened? See, Paradoxes are crazy. 
they can happen with anything. You know, grandfather paradox to just any paradox ever. It would be considered a paradox if there wasn't an explanation for it happening. Right. But since there is a valid explanation for it happening that it didn't happen before you had just done it, but what you had just done started an infinite loop of it occurring in your memory. Yeah. So, that's a thing. What do you think about Snapchat keeping a database of our faces? I mean, they wouldn't be the first. Yeah, everything. Facebook just had a data breach, and now almost, like, one-fifth of America has had their personal data compromised, and anyone who can prove their distress from this data compromisation is... Getting a lot of money. Well, they are not... not, uh, granted but like in court could be granted up to 12 and a half thousand euros which for how many users dollars how many users are affected and if that was the amount granted to everyone that would be twice the value of facebook in all holy cow um oh man how did i forget this one the titanic so Hear me out real quick. Let me actually pull up this article. Because this says the Titanic never sank, which is not what I'm getting at. Um, Let me find it real quick. Like, I I actually just got goosebumps, as you can see, because this conspiracy is cool. The Titanic actually ran into a military group and got shot down, and that caused World (laughs) War III. Yep. Now, so, there's a novel called... Futility, or yeah, futility, fertility, something like that. It was written in 1898, so it's called The Wreck of the Titan. So, Titan, Titanic. Well, Bodus describes the largest ship in its day, and it was called the Titan. And the ships were about the same size as the Titanic, measuring only 25 meters longer. Both ships, described as unsinkable, hit an iceberg and went under in mid-April. Both were capable of speeds over 20 knots, and despite having thousands of passengers on board, both ships carried the bare legal minimum number of lifeboats. Um, let me see if I can find a better description here. So, find it. Come on now. Uh. It's just not cooperating. So it was 14 years before it was built. Titanic and the Titan were both triple screwed British passenger liners with capacity of 3,000 and top speed of 24 knots. Both were deemed unsinkable. Both carried two few lifeboats both sank in april in the north atlantic after colliding with an iceberg on the forward starboard side so i think what's crazy about that first of all is just the coincidence titan you know and then titanic just adding a few more letters to that they're both the biggest ship of the time they you know were both deemed unsinkable and they both hit an iceberg in the mid-atlantic in april or in the north atlantic sorry in mid-april I think that's just crazy, to be honest. And that's like the one passenger that survived the Titanic and then survived and then, the other uh, 
The sister ship sinking too. But then died. But then he died on. Uh, I can't remember how he died actually, but uh, this says. The Titanic struck an iceberg at 11.40 p.m. on April 14, 1912, and sank a little over two hours later at the two, at 2.20 a.m. on April 15, 1912. Um, after the Titanic sank, there's striking similarity between the names. Another similarity is that the reprint of the original edition was published in Mansfield, Ohio. The original publisher was M.F. Mansfield. Differences between the ships, for the most part, don't seem to be that great. The similarities are both collided with an iceberg in the North Atlantic due to excessive speed, and both ships had too few lifeboats. Both were launched in April, and their disasters happened in the same month. Both were the largest ship afloat. Titan was described as one of man's greatest works. Titanic was deemed an unsinkable and a wonder of the era. Both had a displacement of 45,000 tons. Both had three propellers and two masts. Yada, yada, yada. So, it's either, you know, someone new... Or that's just a crazy coincidence. What What are your thoughts about that? Do you think you know it's a coincidence, or do you think maybe someone? I think it's probably a coincidence that they just happened to be on icebergs in the North Atlantic. Because at the time there was a lot there more were a icebergs. Lot. Yeah, we we've gone through global warming. Yeah, like they don't exist anymore. Yeah, we're fine now. Let's get another Titanic out there. Um, just had something in mind, but I. Ooh, predictions. So you know who Nostradamus is, right? So have you heard of some of his predictions? I've heard a couple. We have passed the 45-minute mark. Okay, let's shoot for an hour. Um, let me know when we've hit like the 55 minute mark if you can. I did we'll talk for five minutes about VR. <laughs> well, then we'll come into uh, something that we did on our like first ever podcast over at Cody Brown's Mandela effects and whatnot. Oh, not the, not the Awanas? Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so let's, let's look at some of these. So this is the death of Henry II. It says the young lion. This is uh, Nostradamus, by the way, who was he in the. 1500s in France, 1300s. I cannot for the life of me remember, but I don't either because I, uh, you know, I don't have very good memory. <laughs> well, so the death of Henry II, he said, the young lion will overcome the older one on the field of combat and single battle. He will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. Two wounds made one, and he dies a cruel death. So King Henry II of France died in 1559 after Gabriel. Uh, accidentally killed him during a game of joust. Both had lions on their shield, and the shard of the latter man's lance went straight through his eye, while another shot through his temple. It took him ten days to die. So that's why he says, the young lion will overcome the older one. They both had lions on their shield. On the field of combat in single battle, jousting. He'll pierce his eyes through a golden cage. So a piece of, you know, the uh, lance pierced his eye. And then two wounds made one, and he dies a cruel death. So one shot through his eye, while another shot through his temple, and dies a cruel death, meaning it took him ten days to die. I think that's pretty solid. Now this one kind of freaks me out. 
It's the rise of Hitler. These are Nostradamus' words. From the death, depths of west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people, he who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase toward the realm of the east. Um, and there's another one that he said before. And Nostradamus was not good with words, to say the least. Like, he was not good at kind of spelling these things English out. is like his 12th language. Yeah, well, he called Hitler history. And he said that he would be defeated on, like, the Give East it, like, Rhine. 20 years and history will come to power. Yeah, and we're like, oh, he was right about that? So that goes, you know, Adolf Hitler was born April 20th, 1889 in Western Europe. Uh, he moved to Germany a few years later, rose to fame because of his furious speeches. Um, this one is him saying the atomic bomb. He said, near the gates and within two cities, there would be scorches of which the, uh, oh, uh, scorches the like of which was never seen. Famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. So they're saying, you know, August 1945, America dropped the atomic bomb on the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That's kind of like, you know, the two cities. And steel was their weapons back then. You know, they couldn't, you know, think think that you're kind of a more primitive mind and you're seeing just this bomb being dropped. You're going to be like, oh, that's steel. Or you're not just going to be like, yeah, bomb. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm dead, aren't I? I'm dead. Um... Here is they didn't even get the the real prediction that like has to be true. It's the uh, so you know what the Great London Fire is. Okay, let me pull it up real quick. Basically, it's it's his one prediction that you know for sure was about this um oh okay hang on this is the hitler one so it says two greatest swarms of asia and africa from the rhine and lower danube i don't know um christ hears from the depths of west europe a young child will be born poor people who by his tongue will seduce a great troop his fame will increase towards the realm of the east beasts ferocious from hunger will swim across the rivers the greater one will cause to be dragged in an iron cage when the germany child will observe nothing says hister in there somewhere but um come on now where is it at the london fire so he said the blood of the just will be demanded of london burnt by the fire in the year 66 now this gave me goosebumps because there was a great fire in london in the year 1666 and it burnt like 70 percent of the population down and like buildings everything and it's or, well, no, hang on. I think only, like, six people died. But there were, like, the buildings were demolished, I believe. Um, blood of the just to be demanded. Fire saw the end of the plague in London because it killed, the, basically, the, the Black Death. Because it killed thousands of mice and rats who carried it. Um, but I think that's insane. Um... So, I think he was dyslexic. I think that was the biggest thing. Because there's this one is the rise of Napoleon. And, you know, Napoleon Bonaparte. Well, he calls him Pe-Ne-Liron. But if you think about it, if you mix those words up, Napoleon, Napoleon, 
And it says, will be more a fire than a blood to swim in praise, the great one to flee to the confluence. He will refuse entry to pieces. I don't know what that word is, but the depraved ones will keep them in prison. So predicting Napoleon's rise with the line, more fire than blood, referring to his conquest of power. Uh, when you unscramble the, the phrase, pay, nay, Laurent, you might get Napoleon Bonaparte or Napoleon Roy. Therefore, he successfully predicted Napoleon's rise to power. What do you think on, about these? Do you think these are just, he just said some shit and got lucky? Or do you think maybe he actually saw these things? Because he has a whole book called uh, Less Prophecies, I believe, and it's constant prophecy, prophecy. Predicted, like, World War Three. Well, there are some types of people actually do have visions of the future, and they do come true. Right. Like, it, shit just happens a lot. So it's very well possible that he could literally could have just went to sleep one night, had a dream that, like, Adolf Hitler existed. And just decided to write it down. By that, what uh, what are we doing on time? Well, we're at the fifty-three minute mark, just about. All right, let's go ahead and break out these Mandela effects. Bernstein, Berenstein. Yeah, those are the. That's the worst one. That's the only one everyone likes to talk about. Yeah. Um. I'd just like to take a moment to thank my phone for being really good at recording audio. Shout out to Gibson's phone. I've used this to get people to just incriminate themselves whenever it comes to them talking shit about other people. Because I can just record it and forget about it. So let's start with the Bernstein Bears, or how said, it. the Bernstein Bears. Many people have fond memories of the Bernstein Bears books. They read them as children or family members read them aloud. They cherish childhood memory. However, the books are usually are actually spelled Bernstein Bears with an A in the last syllable, not an E, as many people remember it. I do remember it as Bernstein, with an E. I remember, dude, because I would come home from school, like elementary school, and I would watch it, and I remember seeing the title was Bernstein. Like, I remember that fluidly, man. Like, it's just... See, there's a thing that I've learned in my time in psychology, and it's a thing called false memories, which... That's like the Chick-fil-A type of thing, how people remember it kind of like it's... It was like misspelled, like C-H-I-K, but it's actually... Yeah, basically, all you have to do is tell someone that they could have, like, per se, remembered that the grass might have been long or suggest something that never even happened. But you get them to believe it. Yeah, you get them to because believe it. Because they have false memories. They think it happened. And this is how... This is how I think the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution came to be, because they were getting people to make false incriminations of themselves. Right. Because they're like, well, where were you at the time when uh, this woman was murdered? Oh, well, I was in my apartment. No, like, that's funny because she was murdered in your apartment. Yeah. Me? So. But that's funny. Seventeen they, they, witnesses said you were there, and they're like, I guess I was there. I don't remember. Yeah, you know, like where were you three years ago on April twelfth? Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, we we spent a solid like week or so studying false memories in my class. Right. Um. Which I'm I'm not even a psychology student. I'm a I'm a computer guy, and I I'm getting like an A plus in my psychology. So I mean, this one I don't understand. The number of U.S. states. How many states are there? Fifty. Yeah, fifty. 
So it's saying, why do so many people recall the United States, including 51 or 52 states? Because some people believe that Puerto Rico isn't the territory, but rather a state. No, it's an island. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, they've applied for statehood. Japan applied for statehood also. Japan? After World War II, they applied for statehood. When we took away their military? (laughs) Yeah. Whenever we basically just wiped out their continent. Yeah. Well, not continent. We did, dude. Yeah, their whole, like, Yeah, they applied for statehood about, I think, five or six years after World War II ended. Why would we deny that? Oh, we, we denied it because, you know, it was right after World War Two. We didn't trust them. And even though we would have, you know, direct federal jurisdiction over the country, it's the fact that, like, hmm, that's a little fishy. Yeah. So, uh, you were just, we're just at war with us a few yeah. years ago. But, like, I still think one of the funniest things is, like, the top commander of the military in Japan, like, even told the leader, if you attack America... You're, you're asking for it. Like, and he's like, eh, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. He's like, well, let's attack Pearl Harbor anyways. Yeah, let's piss him off. That sounds like a good idea. You know they attacked Pearl Harbor to keep us out of the war, right? That's the reason they did it. They are like, we're going to intimidate them and they're no, not going to join. Yeah. That just it's, pissed us yeah. off and made us join it's, because it's, our pride as a the nation. Top, the, the top commander said, do not do this. Yeah. And he's like, well, we'll he, do he, it, Walt. He literally called exactly what would happen. If you guys attack America, like, we're going to lose. Yeah. Bad. Um, but I, you know, if it wasn't for the fishiness, I think we would have taken it. Hell, we took Alaska <laughs> when the Russians offered it to us, and Alaska is shit. I'm sorry if you live in Alaska. Well... We we didn't accept it because of the uh, geography of the land. We accepted it because of how much oil it has. Yeah. Which, for how much we paid for Alaska and how much oil it has and how much we profited off of it, like, for instance, like the people in the Middle East, they're running out of their oil soon. Right. We've barely tapped into our own oil. We we only import gas most of the time. Right. So. Like, at least we've been smart about our use of petroleum that we keep down on how much of our own stuff that we use so that whatever that stuff inevitably runs out, we have our own supply of it that we can, you know, sell to meet the demand. Right. We're smart. <laughs> kind of. That's how, that's easily how our national debt might even get lowered a little bit. How we might have more room for funding in the government. Yeah. Um skipping a whole page here because those are pretty goofy um do you remember curious george ever having a tail um i think in the books i remember him having i a tail. remember that there was a, a couple of comic strips of it but he did not have a tail really i watched the movie and i'm pretty sure he did not have a tail he but rather he had a bob yeah he has like like a boxers little, like or whatever when he clipped their tail yeah and see, I remember in like these old books, I feel like he had a tail. Like I can almost vividly remember it, but I could have just been, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of art drawn of Curious George with a tail, but he does not actually have a tail. What about the Monopoly Man? How do you remember the Monopoly Man? Wearing a tuxedo like normal. Is that it? I think having a white mustache, but. No monocle? I don't think he had a monocle. He doesn't, but Cody Kalachin and I were both sitting down when uh, we first were reading, you know, the Mandela Effects a few years back, and that blew our mind because we remembered him having a monocle. So then he went and grabbed his, like, 1980s Monopoly board game. No monocle. 
and he freaked out. He was like, uh, the world's a lie, I'm just gonna go kill myself. Like, that's, that's how, that's to the point he was at. Darth Vader's phrase, what does he say to Luke? Well, I mean, because Luke, I am your father. So, but I thought that too. What he really says is, no, I am your father. But we all remember it as, Luke, I am your father. Even, uh, I can't remember his name, Ray or Earl Jones. It still has Jones. the same meaning. Yeah, but the person who played Darth Vader also recalled it as, Luke, I am your father. And he was blown away when they were like, oh, well, actually, he's no, I am your father. He's like, what? Like, That's not how I remember it. So even he's, like, fooled at that point. Um, C-3PO, what color is he? Uh, let's, uh, original trilogy, not the prequels. And he was silver for a while and stuff. But so he's like gold, right? You remember him gold? What's up with that leg? Oh, you mean the torn up one? No, he, the silver leg. Oh, I know that there's one point where like half of his limbs are like torn to shit. Yeah. But realize like he is a robot made from literal junk. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So I mean, just I never remembered his leg being silver. But then again, how many? frames do we really get of we his We probably leg. don't look at his legs because they're not a plot device. Yeah, we don't we don't care, yeah. Um It's kinda like remembering that Luke never used the force with his robot hand. Yeah. Which is supposed to be impossible, isn't it? Isn't it supposed to be because or maybe no, that's he, just liking like, he, he's never used the force with his robot hand. Oh, ever? He did every, once every in time, the deleted every, scene when he was choking, yeah. like force choking a Gamorrean guard. Yeah. I remember that. Every time he uses the force, he uses his human hand and holds his lightsaber in his robot hand. I never knew that. Also, we've passed the hour mark. Okay, well, we have like a couple more. Let me see if there's actually. Um, so, Snow White's phrase. Or, not Snow White's, but the Queen in Snow White. So, what does she say to the mirror? Do you remember that? I, I just remember mirror mirror on the wall I don't remember the rest it's like mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all so what she really says isn't it prettiest or some shit like that fairest of them all or something I can't remember but she actually says magic mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all or the fairest one of all which no one remembers but then you go back and look at the movie the original movie in the 50s it's there magic mirror on the wall it's just, you know, collective false memory, like you were saying. Um, or it's you know, something else. But, and then, uh, I guess we should probably end there since we are past the hour mark. But we want to ask you guys now, um, do you have any Mandela effects or any crazy conspiracies that you guys want us to talk about? You know, kind of try to disclose with our limited knowledge. Um, if you do, you know, leave it in the comment section below. And... Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see more of this, leave a like on the video. It really shows us that you know you want to, you want this content on our channel. So that'll do it for us. Davin and Gibson signing off, my dudes. Goodbye.